Good everybody. I'm Johnny Danger. I'm Jesse James, and we are the, the Dangerous, Dangerous Dudes. So one of the more um, fascinating things about this upcoming year is all of these band reunions that are somehow like this new like. It, there's all this new energy about 2020, and you got who? My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance was one that we were obviously pumped when they. Um, put out the announcement i right. never got to see them live so like um three cheers for sweet revenge is one of my favorite albums so obviously like when i saw their reuniting it's like oh my god i would really like to see them live um they split in like what 2007 ish yeah i don't remember how long it's been um or when the last album was but it feels like it's been a long time um and they the killjoys record right yeah that was the, the well their fourth album but right um it felt like they were like a big deal for just like a, a minute and then they were broken up. So they were really a big deal. Like having were... them coming back is is pretty exciting. I'm at right now there's just Europe and Asia dates, but hopefully that one in LA, right? It's this it's uh, the 20th. Yeah, next Friday. Um that's wild and then Rage Against the Machine announced, which is poignant because it's an election year. You feel like they're going to rage against the that, machine. Right? They're going to really get into that the opportunity there to kind of speak out um about you know everything that's going on politically in this country mm -hmm. which we will not get into no <laughs> uh who else um well then there's the motley crew poison Def leopard and now uh, joan jett and the blackhearts tour what do you think of that so I'm hoping that it leads to a, a Rock of Love reunion because that's probably the most um, what I enjoyed the most about Brett Michaels um, career arc. But, uh, um, you know, that that hopefully will come out of this reunion. That would be the bigger announcement, right? Obviously, they're obviously saving that for, you know, when they're, they're into the tour and they need to build some momentum. And Brett Michaels will probably announce it like during their encore. Or something. Maybe like the last show, like the the tour's finale. Like, you know, we'd like to announce that it's official. Rock of Love is coming back to VH1. <laughs> is VH1 even a channel still? I think so. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't probably. get network TV yeah. anymore, or like cable television or whatever. But um, I remember you telling me about that series. I'm like, no way. And you're like, yeah, it's basically <laughs> Brett Michaels, just like. You know, in a house with a ton of females, a mansion with a bunch of crazy, like hairband loving girls that that have sex with him like on the regular, and he picks which. And my one. favorite thing is when he woos them with a song, which is always like every rose has its thorn with like different <laughs> lyrics. Like, like he customizes this little song I wrote for you. It's called Brandy, like, and that's her name. <laughs> like, oh my god! And they're like eating it up, like melting, like literally melting on camera. They're crying, it's right? Brilliant, though. He's brilliant for. for what he does. I mean, it's really a work of art. I so that's one of my favorite. And I, I'll forget about it. Like sometimes when I'll just run through YouTube and like YouTube to me is the best um, website on the internet. Always has been, right. um, especially now that like you can just find 
anything and you can like watch full episodes of rock of love so if you guys are ever um interested in like debauched entertainment at its highest level like at an art form check out rock of love with brett michaels that's what it's called right rock of love yeah, yeah. amazing Classic. stuff and motley crew being on that tour as well i mean i love the old motley crew stuff of course um Shout of the Devil, Theater of Pain. Those are such amazing records. And I love, I have always liked Tommy Lee, him as a character. Nikki Six. Nikki Six is somebody who's really cool now. He's got the radio show. He's very intelligent. I love hearing him, hearing his, like, his I life guess, story. On things, his yeah. life story. Mick Incredible. Mars is a corpse. Literally. <laughs> no, he's it's like actually... weekend at Bernie's, but weekend at Mix. And, like, he's up on stage, like, with a real guy backstage playing guitar. I mean, that's not nice if you're Mick Mars family. I'm no, and sorry, I have but... physical issues myself, so I'm not, you know, throwing stones at anybody that, you know, is dealing with. He's got, like, the spine, not spinal bifida, but he's got some crazy, like, right. degenerative. The skin thing, too. He covers his hands. But he can face. still play like he a mother. Now, yeah. that is not necessarily the case for the front man. Right. Which I saw some of the initial promo pictures because I had heard rumors that they were going to make him lose weight. He hasn't done it yet. He's still... He's got time, though. He's got till next he's summer. still hitting the Start, buffet. He can, he can back off the Golden Corral a little bit. I think he could probably afford, like, maybe, like, a guy to come yeah. in and help him. Like a professional or, trainer. Which or is a girl or and like somebody that's... Apparently he needs... A nutritionist. Singing lessons and English lessons because... I love the Kickstart My Heart video memes where like it's like Ham Ham hit a dog. <laughs> ham hit a dog. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. If you haven't seen that, look up Motley Crue Vince Neil Kickstart My Heart. I think the the search YouTube. is just Vince Neil singing bad. Right. Something and it's, like that. It's classic. I if love you don't laugh at that, you need funny lessons because yeah. it's funny. I grew up loving like that whole vibe that they had like they were nasty and they were dark and they were heavy and they were dangerous they were a little glam they were a little bit of everything like i heard a great analogy or a great comparison the other day they were like a comp uh of like kiss and the new york dolls yeah they um great great band but you're talking like you know nearly what nice so it's their 1981 debut so they're pushing like a 40 year yeah, it's crazy stint. it's a long long time and obviously you're gonna have like some you know some decline in your performance but like i, I don't know i def leopard is one band i think that stayed in shape like they they constantly yeah. tour and they constantly play and like they sound good if you look, look up any like yeah. their youtube stuff live they sound legit poison yeah. uh, I mean, the Rock of Love, yeah. if they announce the Rock of Love, Brett Michaels returns to VH1, that's a bigger announcement to me. Obviously. That trumps everything. They're obviously saving it. And then Joan Jett is awesome. Yeah. I can't believe that badass. she's um, a part of that. It doesn't really make a ton of sense to me that she would be on the tour. It's kind of I an think... interesting lineup. Like, it's going to be a long show because you've got those four bands. I, I, you know, I'm guessing that... That's like a six or seven hour event. I think. Like... I, if I'm poison on that, I'm not going to go up there for 30 minutes. You probably get at least an hour, hour. For so three. she would have to be the opener? I think so, yeah. It would probably be, in terms of hugeness, it would be, well, it really should be Poison, Joan Jett, then Def Leppard, then Molly Crew. But I think Joan Jett's going to open. Right. 
Either way, I, I don't know if I'm going to buy tickets. <laughs> I'm playing it by ear just to see. Obviously, we're hoping for a Pearl Jam North America tour. So that's what I'm putting all my eggs into at this point. There's 8 billion bands I'd rather see than that tour, but I still might go to that. We'll see. Really? Yeah, I'll think about it. Well, Well, it's going to be, we live in upstate New York, um, so our closest uh, venues would be, I believe, Hershey and then Buffalo. Buffalo. Maybe Darien Lake. Are they playing Darien Lake? I don't know. Are they doing stadiums? Yeah. (laughs) They're only doing stadiums. That's a little, uh, I think that's a little presumptuous at this point, given the the They've booked them all. So they're doing like stadiums. That seems insane to me. Like, Do you get the power of the four bands that pulls in that many people? <laughs> I got a feeling there's going to be some, either a lot of free tickets available or some sort of like quick change because only, I mean, stadiums, you have to have like 50 or 60,000 people. Well, otherwise, that, it looks empty. Well, that's the thing. I bet you they dis- d- discussed you know, this at length. I would imagine they didn't just like say, hey, let's do this. And it happened in like in a week. It's probably been talked about for a while. Sure. But it's like an arena, you're looking at 15 to 20. So they probably figure that they would get at least that. So even if they're not going to hit 50 and they consistently, or they thought that they could consistently hit on each date like 30,000 or 35, then they'll probably live yeah. with the empty 10,000. I'm 10 sure they have management that are smarter than us about this kind of stuff. So I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Just kidding. Mm. But um, I don't know. I um, I'd like to see Vince Neil saying "Ham hit a dog." I really am hoping deep down inside. I'm rooting for on the first show, Vince Neil comes out sixty pounds lighter and just can tear into all the songs. I think that that would be amazing, an amazing story. Something that everybody would kind of. I don't think there's anybody who wouldn't think that that was cool. Like give a big f yeah, you. Like okay, here you guys can all suck it. I saw all those videos. Suck on yes, this. Suck on this one. And and he just like, rips, rips into, into like, what would it be like? Um, Shout at the devil yeah. or something like where he's like or looks that kill. Looks that kill. Be, that's my favorite song over there. So it's a great song. We um, should cover that song. It uh, that would be the ultimate. That. Followed by a Rock of Love reunion show would be the ultimate like middle finger to the world by that by that group of bands. It's like we still got it, suckers. Yeah, you know? that'd be which I'm a I like stories like that. So I'm rooting for events. Um, I, I you know I I'm pulling for the guy. <laughs> I know he's not hurting for money or like you know he, he needs our moral support. He just need I think he just needs a hug. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm sure. I would like to see after a show, like, in the shape he's in now, like, how winded he is at the end of it. Like, well, that's the problem. It's like, that's why he sounds like right. that. It's because he's, he's out of breath. breath. <laughs> and he's running around. Like, what makes you think that, like, I get it. Like, you got all this space to fill on stage, right? And you got these, you know, pyrotechnics going off. And, like, and that's the thing that sucks about, like, the stadium, um show set up and these bands that are like supposed to be you know um entertainment like first and then like music almost second is that you got to run around the stage and like 
you know, they got these catwalks that go out and Vince must be looking at like the stage setup and be like, Jesus Christ, guys, like, can we like condense this just, a little bit so I don't have to run around like, so much? Guys, I got a great idea for the stage setup. How about like a couple of lazy boys right in the middle of the stage for me? <laughs> you guys can run around like that. A couple of lazy boys. No, but like, like a lazy boy setup at the end of each catwalk. <laughs> With like a table with a plate of nachos and a cooler seat. and a cooler full of like PBR, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. That's brilliant. That is funny. So at least there's something for him at the end of his journey, walking from the stage, you know, to, or running, out of breath, singing "Ham Hit a Dog." At the end of it, at least you got something. <laughs> You know, to look forward to. Shotguns a PBR, like tall boy. (laughs) And has a seat. That would actually be awesome. The crowd could get into that. Like it's your, you know, your your fat slob neighbor chugging beers, but he also is the singer of Motley Crue. Right. It just makes him more, it just makes him more relatable to his fans, (laughs) I think. You know, everybody has these expectations of these, these guys to like, you know, to look like they did in 1981. Like, give me a break. Like... The well, dude's Tommy like in Lee his is 60s. still like skinny. He yeah. still does photo shoots with no shirt. Like no shirt. Come on, Tommy. You're like 55 maybe? I don't know. Easily. He's got to be that age. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, but. he's one of those. Yeah, he's the drummer though. He's got a great metabolism. He's, <laughs> you know, he's long and tall. Him and Nikki have always been right. like the, you know, like the the toxic twins of that band, like the most badass right. members of the band have always been Nikki and Tom. Sure, they're still badass. Like Nikki's gonna be badass. Like Nikki just had a kid. He did. Yeah, he's gonna like. I think he's gonna go for Mick Jagger's record of like. <laughs> oh yeah, you got. You think that is impressive? I'm gonna yeah. pop one out at like 74 with like a girl that's like 20. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm not saying that's anything to aspire to, but it's still like mixed. Like, hey. You know, don't... You guys can't catch up to the master. (laughs) Hold my bear. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's good. That's good shit. That's good stuff. All right, now, probably my favorite uh, part of the show is we get to taste amazing bourbons and beers from all kinds of uh, different breweries and distilleries across the country, but... Um, for this episode, we've decided to focus more on our backyard. Our upstate New York uh, region has um, just a, an absurd amount of quality um, beers and wines and liquors um, being made right here in this region. So we figured we'd um, shine the spotlight on them for right now. Tell us what we got. So for beers, um, I'm going to be uh, drinking Southern Tier Old Man Winter. It's a winter beer from Southern Tier brewing company in uh, western New York. You've got... This is the Beer Tree Brewing Company from Port Crane, New York. This is a Feeling Cute Milkshake IPA. Uh, Beer Tree, one of my favorite breweries around. So Just down the road. Cheers to that. Cheers to them. And for our bourbon today, we're going to be tasting Basil Hayden's um, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It's obviously made in Kentucky. It says on the bottle, when Basil Hayden Sr. began distilling his smooth bourbon here in 1796, Kentucky was but four years old and George Washington was president. So we're going to be trying this. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, 
Uh, so we'll see uh, how it goes down. Oh, baby. So Here's to those who wish us well. And those who don't can go, go to, to hell. hell. Very good. Um, the the back of the bottle mentions a spice. You can really taste a spice to it. Um, it's it is definitely very smooth. Mm. Um, uh, that's an easy drinking bourbon right there. Wow. Um, you can uh, drink that neat on the rocks. I don't even think you need to mix that one. I could drink that all day long. I think we might need so, to do another yeah, shot just might, to make uh, sure. You might be uh, reshooting this segment <laughs> several times. <laughs> I think we need to do that one again. So. So anyways, wow. um, definitely recommend this bourbon, Basil Hayden's, um, recommend Southern Tier Brewing Company, Beer Tree Brewing Company, um, right here in our backyard. Cheers, everybody. Yeah, I'm going to give that one a, a, a solid um, four, I don't know, what are we going to... Four and a half out of five. Four, four point five star, yeah. stars out of five. I mean, definitely. that. I don't know what more you'd really want out of that, um, but start to finish, it was really, really beautiful. Good job. Right. Good job, Basil Hayden's. Cheers. Cheers. All right. This is a brand new song by the Team on a Danger Dogs. It's called Help. And uh, we haven't recorded it. Uh, we haven't really rehearsed it too, too much. Um, and we'll be hearing it soon. Yeah. We're going to play it soon at shows. We're not, we're not scared of new stuff. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. This is called Help.
Stop fucking up if you want help Be there for me if you want help Give me your own if you want to help If you want to episode is sponsored by our band, the Tijuana Danger Dogs. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and our website, TijuanaDangerDogs.com. One thing we'd like to tell you about, our first show of 2020 will be January 3rd, 2020, Friday night, 8 p.m. at Ransom Steel Tavern in Appalachian. We'll be debuting a brand new single that day that'll be released on all platforms called Boyfriend, which is from our upcoming EP. We'll be sharing the stage that evening with a band called Soul Satellite from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Great band, friends of ours. It's going to be a very exciting and fun night. Uh, Mark your calendars now. We'll see you there. That brings us to today's segment of Tell Me What You Think. We have an email from a listener in Syracuse, New York named Rodney. The email reads, Dear Dangerous Dudes, I need your advice on a relationship matter. My wife and I have been together for seven years. Things have been going well for the most part. Recently, she has shown interest in breast enhancement surgery. Part of me is excited about that, but I don't think she really needs it, and it's pretty expensive. I want to support her, but I have some reservations. What are your thoughts on this? Thanks, Rodney. Interesting. Rodney. Well, um, I would always lean on the side of supporting your wife, no matter what, you know, be, be there for her, um, through the good, the bad, the awkward. Um, so I can see, you know, a little push pull, there's an expense. Uh, component to it I didn't he didn't mention if they have kids or anything like that if she has like you know um, body issues or she feels you know like she's not what she used to be and would like to correct that you know far be it from me to um, to ever downplay you know the significance or the importance of that what I will say <laughs> is uh, I know Thinking off the top of my head as you were reading that, I think I know five guys um, that I was either friends with or kind of knew um, through various, um, you know, 
meetings or whatever. I, I know about five dudes that I could think of as you were reading that that were married and their wives had breast implants or, you know, augmentation or whatever you call it. And exactly zero of them are still together. Now, I'm not saying that's the case every single time, but I know five dudes that have had, you know, wives that had boob jobs. None of them are together. Uh, so take that for what it's worth. I'm sure, you know, your wife's awesome and your relationship is great. Um, might be a consideration. Not, not the only one, you know, just because, you, you know, some dude on a web show or a podcast says like, I know five guys that whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, uh, long story short, Rodney, do what's right for you and your relationship. Do the math, and good luck. <laughs> Hope that helps. Thanks for tuning in today. Stay tuned to the Dangerous Dudes podcast on Facebook, YouTube, and other podcast platforms for future episodes and exciting announcements. And remember to email the show, the Dangerous Dudes Podcast at gmail.com. To add to our segment, tell me what you think, questions, suggestions, you know the deal. And also check out the band, t1adangerdogs.com, for all upcoming events and exciting announcements. Cheers, guys. Cheers.